722, joining us now in our studios is uh, the mayor of Northfield, Rhonda Pownell. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Jeff. How, How are, are you? I am well today. All right. You and brought... every day, right? I know. Yes, and I'm excited for the conversation <laughs> we had today. I'll let you introduce the yeah. guests that you've had, you've uh, you brought with you today. Yeah, so I've asked Reese Kareem. She's our assistant to the city administrator and primary staff liaison to our Environmental Quality Commission. And so really just asked her to come in today and talk about some climate initiatives. And she's got a specific one she really wants to highlight. So that's awesome. But just wanted to, um, this is one of our six uh, key strategic priorities of the City Council, climate initiatives, or climate action it's called. And we really, in the strategic plan that we adopted, there's three desired outcomes that we really want to see. Climate resilience is a priority in our plans and budgets, reduced net carbon emissions, and community participation in climate action, which really hits on um, what Reese is going to be talking about today. But in 2019, we adopted our climate action plan, and this is in our strategic plan. The main strategic initiative that's in that priority is to implement it. And uh, Reese is serving a really key role for us as a city in that way. And so I'm just excited that uh, she agreed to be on this morning. And I hope, right, she can kind of talk a little bit about how she got involved in city government, what she loves about local government, who she is, and because she's new to us, but not new to local government. So just so pleased uh, that we nabbed her. Um, (laughs) And she's just fantastic. So I'll just... Well, Reese, thank you so much for coming in today. We certainly appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, your background. Let's get to know you a little bit. Where are you from? Well, I am from Oklahoma. I am mm-hmm. a Southern girl, like I like to say. But depending on where you are in the U.S., some people are like, Oklahoma is not the South. It's the South to us, those of us that remain mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. But um, I that's where I grew up. But that's not where I was born. I was actually born in a different country. I was born in Nigeria, mm-hmm. immigrated here with my parents when I was six, and been here ever since. Um, yes. But I did get... I did go to college in Oklahoma. I went to Oklahoma State University where I got my bachelor's in poli-sci. Is that that the Cowboys? It is. (laughs) It is. Because I'm from Oklahoma, I'm also a very big big college football person. It is God, family, and football where I'm from. (laughs) All right. But yes, that's where I got my bachelor's degree at Oklahoma State University. Then I went to the University of Kansas to get my master's in public administration. Um, This is where I really decided that local government was for me, my personal program specifically had an emphasis on city and county management. Um, Prior to that, I thought I was going to law school. It was kind of the Mm -hmm. final hour of my senior year, did an internship for a senator. She kind of had our saving grace conversation like, hey, this is, there's so much out there. You have so much potential. She had a law degree. She told me, nope, this is what considered this, looked into it, and she was right. Here I am today. Went and and got a master's instead of a law degree, and I've been in local government and have not left thus far. Well, how did you end up in Minnesota? Well, like I said, I went to the University of Kansas where I was getting my master's, and I went to a conference in Nashville for um, city managers, and I wanted to work in local government. I knew that I wanted a future career as being a city manager, city administrator, which is where this is an odd Northville connection. I met my first um, boss. His name was Scott Neal. He used Mm -hmm. to be the city administrator in Northville a long time ago. Now he's a city uh, manager in Edina, and I worked for him in Edina as his management fellow in his office for two Mm -hmm. years 
years where I did special projects like this that had to do with race and equity, climate action, duties as assigned, so they <laughs> say, but a lot of special projects. Well, Scott Neal, man, he's been up there 20 plus years now, hasn't he? Yeah, so he, he's been at Adina specifically for 10 years, but before that, he left Norfolk for Eden Prairie and he spent right. about 10 okay. years in Eden Prairie as well. So yeah, about 20, 20 years outside of Norfolk. All right. Awesome. So he recommended you here and yeah. uh, you ended up applying for the uh, job and, and you got it. And mm-hmm. uh, as Mayor Powdell, were there a lot of applications? I would imagine that's a, this is a, a, a position that would be very mm-hmm. desirable to some, some younger people in particular who are mm-hmm. probably very qualified have pretty good resumes yeah it's my understanding with a, a lot of the different positions that we've had open within the city Northfield is a very de- desirable place to work and you see that with our volunteer firefighters they talked about that Tom Nelson our uh, interim fire chief he talks about that mm-hmm. we have really uh, Northfield is a great community and I'm just so pleased that we have other people out there connected like Scott, right, <laughs> advocating for us and uh, letting people know that this is a great place to serve. So just so pleased that Reese's here. Now, we're going to talk about uh, the climate initiatives that Northfield has implemented and how they're going and where we're at right now. But before that, I want to find out what else do you do within the city? You've mentioned a few other topics. Uh, what is your as the uh, job as assistant to the city administrator, Ben Marty? What are your other duties? So primarily I focus on the climate action plan, but outside of that I'm also in charge of our strategic plan like the mayor was talking about earlier. And those cover five areas that have to do with service excellence, housing availability, climate action plan, economic vitality, and such and such. Um, And so I really help staff kind of make sure we're aligned with those goals, making sure we're staying on track, that I could actually track things and report out to city council. Like these are the initiatives that fall in the strategic plan that we've been able to accomplish. This is what we're tracking this is where we're going and these are some of the goals that we hope to attain in the future and it's been a really um it's really been a really eye-opening experience to kind of lead that effort because there's so many things going on in the city so many things and it's one of those things where i'm able to actually pinpoint we're working on this project we're not just doing it for the fun of it we're doing it for a specific reason it's because our city council has directed us these are the things that we think our community should be focusing on and these are the things we think we need here and that's what has directed staff and that's where we put our focus in is to really accomplish those goals. So outside of climate action, strategic plan, and our race and equity, our DEI work, I'm also in charge of that. And so I've started kind of developing some internal staff training, and we're also trying to make sure that what part of race and equity comes with service and making sure that internally that we are looking at our service and our standards. Are we actually accessible? What is What are things within our power that we can provide to our community, whether that's making sure everything is translated in Spanish, making sure that we have language line, just making sure that we are doing everything in our power to be as open, available to our community while also having priorities as an organization. Like, we are an open community we we find we find value in diversity, equity, and inclusion. These are the steps that we are taking to making sure our workplace is actually an open workplace and inclusive for all. And I find mm-hmm. enjoyment in being able to lead those efforts. And I've actually been very shocked at how open a lot of our staff members and community members have been to me and my ideas. Um, when it comes to DEI work, it's touchy and it can be sensitive for a lot of people. And my my role is not to shove things down people's throats. I think it's a partnership. I want to meet you where you're at and let's grow off of that. Um, I don't want to come in and just, just make all these changes because that's not what I'm here for. I want to make these changes together and I want to make the best changes for everyone. 
All right. We appreciate your work. She's awesome, isn't she? Listen (laughs) to that. Absolutely, yeah. Great. Let's talk about the climate, the Climate Action Plan. As the mayor had mentioned, back in 2019, we passed the Climate Action Plan. And yeah, included with that were specific goals that they need to reach. and, And getting to those goals are kind of what the staff is there for. They have direction now. How long have you been at the city now? I've been with the city about four or five months. I started okay. late March. And you have a pretty good uh, understanding of what we're trying to do climate-wise, and does that d- differ from what you saw in, say, Edina in your other job? I would say it differ. It differs <clears throat> in the aspect of it's a very ambitious plan, and I'm excited about that. I feel like a lot of cities, a majority of the country is kind of slow when it comes to climate action plan and really understanding the importance and the time crunch that we're all under. Um, whether you believe in you know global warming or whatever, that is not my business. But what it is my business is to provide resources to let people know these are some of the simple actions that you can take to help our um, environment in the future. And some of those things, although our climate action plan is ambitious, it's supposed to be. We want to look at every possibility that's out there and tackle as much of it as we can as a community together. And that's something that I've found to be heartwarming as I've come in is as I looked at this plan, I was like, whoa, this is ambition. This has over 200 initiatives. How am I going to get this done? (laughs) And it's, I'm thinking it's just me, and it's not just me. I've got the master recyclers. I've got all these community, I've got the EQC. I have all these community groups that assist me with the climate action plan are always mm-hmm. coming with, to me with ideas of this is how we can accomplish this initiative, or do you mind if we take this on and run with it and come back That's to you with ideas? That is what this community does, and it's something that there's no price. You can't put a price on that. You really can't. And some of the initiatives, like the mayor has said earlier, we have goals, specific goals, like um, becoming 100% carbon-free electricity by 2030 and a carbon-free community by 2040. And the Climate Mm -hmm. Action Plan kind of lists out some initiatives to help us attain those goals. Um, And one of the things that we are kind of rolling out to, again, help residents help us, help us grow the community and help us become a more um, sustainable community is our residential energy rebate um, program. So this is in partnership with Excel. So we want people to make energy efficient um, upgrades to their home, if possible. And we want them to be rewarded for making those energy efficient goals. Mm -hmm. So um, say, for instance, you get heat pump, uh, heat pumps installed into your home for energy efficiency purpose. Excel will give you a rebate. And the city will also give you a rebate. Let's say Excel gives you a rebate for those upgraded um, improvements for $400. Depending on your household income, because the city does have requirements, we really do want to target us to target this program to some of our vulnerable community, our low-income community that still want to be um, have that mindset of being sustainable and energy efficient. So the city will provide a 50% rebate of what the Excel rebate is. So again, if the Excel gives you $400, the city will reimburse you 50%, which is $200. And there's um, it's not just air pumps, but it is furnace, air conditioning, water heater, air sealing, insulation. So if you make any of those energy efficient upgrades to your home, um, and you meet the income requirement, the city will also reimburse you. And the funds for that comes from the Carbon Reduction Fund, which the city mm-hmm. established last year prior to I get to me getting here. So it's really fun to already have that pool of money that I can use to go out into the community and say, here, we want you to make these sustainable um, changes to your home. We want our community to be as sustainable and as green as possible, and we're willing to assist in that. Um, so it's one of those, a lot of people want change, 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 but there's not a lot of dollars to help assist people to make those changes. And I'm really happy to be in a city that's fortunate enough to take it seriously to put dollar amounts to it so I can actually help the community. 
We're talking now with uh, Risi Kareem, who is the assistant to uh, the city administrator about uh, climate initiatives. Mayor Pownell is also sitting in with us. As you had mentioned before, we have this uh, climate action plan, so mm-hmm. it's, which is kind of a, a large thing. It, when you think of it, uh, is uh, how do we, okay, we got a plan, how do we implement it? Well, there's more than 200 different areas where you're, you're looking at implementation right now. Mm-hmm. How, are you taking those? One at a time. I know, as you'd mentioned before, a lot of help from different committees mm-hmm. and different commissions and people working on it. Uh, is it like a just check off this one, check off that one, go on to the next one? How, do, how, are, you, how are you approaching this? I wouldn't say it's that um, straightforward where it's a checklist. I think that certain people... So, example, with the EQC, we set up a work plan. And that work plan, it comes directly from the climate action plan. So we look at what's feasible. Um, again, with everything that's going on with ship chip shortages and just the environment. There's certain projects on the climate action plan that we just can't do right now because it's not because we're unwilling to, but just things that are going on in the economy and the world that we're in doesn't make it feasible. So we look at the climate action plan. We look at the work plan, see what is actually feasible that we can get done for 2023. We're planning for 2023. What can we actually get done or where is the table? We look at those priorities, set those priorities, and we work based off of that. And for me as staff, I look at long-term projects that I can work on. One of those things being um, car share or transportation options that are electricity-free. So that's a project I'm specifically working on is bringing our car to Northfield. It's really big in the metro, Mm -hmm. but it's something that I feel that Northfield needs. It's to bring electrical vehicles, car-sharing electrical vehicles to the city so that we, one, we're addressing some of the transportation issues that we have in our community, and two, again, building off of our climate action plan and our sustainability goals by being, again, yeah, um, electricity. We're using electrical vehicles for this program. Again, it's a work in project, a work in process, but those are some of the bigger ideas. I try to give some of those smaller projects, some of those more attainable projects to our EQC and some of our community members, because that's something that it's tangible and they can work off of right there and they can see the end result almost immediately. Um, some of those bigger projects that I really do have to look at, is this attainable at the time that we're at, that we're in right now? Um, so I kind of do that assessment as we build out, build that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's focus uh, mm-hmm. on uh, or ask Mayor Pownell this. You've yeah. back in 2019, you started this uh, uh, yeah. uh, initiative, the climate uh, initiatives. Uh, you and the uh, a very engaged uh, city council as well. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward three years, looking mm-hmm. at the results that we have. Are, are you pleased with what we've done so far? Or do you, do you feel that we're on pace to where you thought we were going to be in 2019? Well, that's a Great question. And I love the way uh, Reese is talking about attaining our goals and things can be really fluid and things out there in the broader world can sometimes affect where you can get to. And so taking advantage of the goals that we can attain and being willing to stay true to the climate action plan and adjust and move within it, I think is just really wise. I mean, when we adopted it in 2019, nobody had heard of COVID. Have they? Probably not. (laughs) Right. I mean, it changed a whole lot of things. But one of the the benefits of actually having a plan is it's clear. It's there and it provides an opportunity. It provides clarity for not only our city staff, but elected leaders, but also community members on where we can come together and actually move it forward and get it done. Prior to uh, our different we're on our second strategic plan. Mm And part of the first strategic plan was to adopt a climate action plan. We've got it. We did it. 
right? And now we have different community members as well as our EQC, our city staff, all aligned and moving things forward. Electric vehicle charging stations. We advanced uh, a couple of those within the community and purchasing more EV electric vehicles. Uh, we are expanding on our trail and sidewalk network, making it easier for people to get around outside of a car, right? The car share program. Um, my guess is when we put together the 2019 Climate Action Plan, our car was not maybe listed on there, but we can remain fluid and really take advantage of these different opportunities that are kind of floating to the surface and say, okay, well, let's move on that. Let's get it done. And it's just wonderful. Uh, Will Shore, Planning Commission member, local community member, has that connection and can help advocate for that. Uh, we have Urban Forestry. We just brought on and another staff member that has that expertise. We're planting more trees. We're doing a lot of really important initiatives. We have this, oh gosh, I can't go on and on. Okay, I'm just not. But we have people that are really passionate about this area in our community, and it's just really great to bring them together along with a city commission and our city staff working together to really implement and infiltrate uh, all of our plans and our budget to align with the different initiatives that are in our climate action plan. And that's what Reese's doing. I'm so pleased that she's here. So. Well, I, I want to promote one thing. Well, it's, yeah. a, it's a ways off, but <clears throat> pardon me. October the 15th, it's a Recharge uh, MN. Uh, we'll have an electric vehicle event here in town. We've been working with uh, Carrie Carroll uh, of Northfield Chairs, and also I think the Rotarians are very involved in putting that on. But uh, we're looking forward to that. KYMN, I believe, is going to be broadcasting live. We'll have something to do with that. So uh, it's a neat event. We have a lot of ties uh, with uh, all those organizations, so we're glad to kind of halfway be a, a little part yes. of it, at least help promote it. So put that on your calendar, folks. We'll yeah. talk about it again later. Uh, Reese, is there anything else about the climate action uh, plan that you would like to mention? Anything else that we haven't covered yet? I would say that um, as we look around the city of Norfolk, we see a lot of development going on. And I'm happy to say some of that development is sustainable development. It's something that is because at the beginning of the year, we passed our sustainable building policy. We have the Craywood development that's about to go in a way. That's going to be an afford. Um, that's going to be housing that is completely built around sustainability and that will meet some standards, some energy efficient standards. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I'm very excited about. And that is going to set the future of this community where we have projects coming in that we're not just building, we're building to higher standards, energy efficient standards. So that is something that came out directly out of the climate action plan. And if you're going to come into Northfield, you're going to build something and you want assistance from the city, you need to make sure that building is energy efficient. And that's something that Northfield can really hold and um, hold a claim to that we hold our developers to higher standards. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Mayor, anything else from you? Uh, we have some really exciting things happening this weekend. So we have the Vintage Band Festival, which mm -hmm. is super exciting. That will be right downtown. If you come downtown, you're obviously not going to miss that. <laughs> right? But and we all over town. For that yes, matter. <laughs> yes. And we have the Tour de Save that's happening out at Seckler. Uh, that's a bike ride to elevate and uh, an understanding around suicide prevention and just a people that have some mental health issues and reducing the stigma 
around mental health issues and just really appreciative of the different people in the community just raising awareness it's so important for our community um and i believe someone said something about a car show or something <laughs> like that <laughs> just like oh my goodness come to norfield come yeah. on down to downtown norfield and um, it's going to be a great weekend and go for a bike ride get your exercise in yeah. saturday morning you can still register for tour to save so. and uh, yeah also crazy days tomorrow in yeah. downtown northfield oh a lot of things yes. going on yeah, yeah so it's a busy time yeah uh reesey thank you so much for coming in welcome to northfield thank you for having me and we'd love to have you back and we'll talk more about uh, climate initiatives uh, sometime in the future you've been so. a great guest <laughs> thank right. you Risi Kareem is the assistant to the city administrator and also Mayor Rhonda Pownell uh, joining us today here on 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield. Rich has local news next. At Great Rivers Mutual, you get the coverage you need from the people you know. And we will be there for you when you need us most because at Great Rivers Mutual, we grow trust locally. With 18 agencies and over 100 agents across Minnesota, including Northfield, Kenyon, Wanamingo, Goodhue, and Lakeville areas, our agents provide friendly, personalized service and know how to build a customized insurance package to fit your needs. For big company amenities with a small town feel, visit GreatRiversMutual.com to find an agent near you. Hey, Minnesota, are you game for excitement? Just visit anywhere lottery tickets are sold for a shot at big money. Also, please remember to play within your means and you